What is up, everybody? This is March 15th, another episode of Cooper's Chalk Talk. Definitely a very interesting week since the last time I was on here. Um, obviously, kind of everybody preparing for the worst with coronavirus. Obviously, I did kind of my own little um, personal thoughts on it. And then, of course, Joe Rogan came out with a podcast that was fantastic about it about two days later, which was really good. Very, very informative. Um Glad that I felt like a lot of the ways that I was kind of looking at it was the similar way that the kind of expert was talking about it. So felt good that at least I was in the same ballpark. I wasn't just throwing random thoughts out there, just a crazy person. Um, but nonetheless, again, crazy week. Coronavirus kind of happened. Um, I actually had my grandfather pass away in Illinois, so I was actually flying during this time. I actually just landed back in Arizona um, today. Um, flew through Chicago Midway. So, um, but nonetheless, it was kind of, um, it was really good seeing the family and everything. And, you know, it's just kind of a crazy time in general, you know, it's, you know, just talking with family and stuff. You know, my brother lives in Washington, so we had to fly through Seattle, obviously the most cases up there. Um, but it's just kind of a wild time to see, you know, genuine kind of concern just for, you know, easy travel from what it would be. You know, I think, Flying from Phoenix to Chicago never used to be that big of a deal, but, you know, obviously flying during one of the craziest times is definitely, um, definitely there, you know, numerous people, just normal looking people with tons of face masks, you know, everybody had Lysol wipes and hand sanitizer and all that stuff. So nonetheless, kind of a crazy time to be traveling. Um, but I, in general, you know, the one benefit was obviously I was able to get up there for relatively cheaper than it probably would have been. Um, but on the other side of that as well is it was really good to see family get up there and, uh, spend some time with my brother, my mom. Um, so overall it was really, really good. See some of my cousins stuff that I don't get to see all that often. Um, obviously I have, uh, been out of the Midwest and whatnot for a long period of time. So I don't always get to see, see a lot of my family for the most part. So overall really good experience. I think, um, you know, kind of starting off just kind of wanted to obviously kind of hit on some of the stuff with, um, with not necessarily the coronavirus, but um, my wife has this lady that her mom gave her called Baba Van Vanga. Um, it's a, um, I believe it was Bulgarian. It was like kind of a Bulgarian future teller to a certain degree. She was blind, um, but kind of interesting. My mother-in-law in general, she always kind of finds these like crazy prophecies or you know, just this kind of stuff. She'll go and see the monk and stuff out here. So it's always kind of an interesting time whenever we kind of include that into our normal discussion with my mother-in-law. So she kind of went through that. So overall, just who is Baba Vanga? So better known um, as Baba Vanga, the Nostradamus of the Balkans, um, was a Bulgarian medium and seer famous for having prophesized many events in the 20th century. So um, just naming a couple, I believe she called Princess Diana's, um, death kind of crazy that that would happen. I believe that she called the 44th president would be, um, actually African American, which is, you know, once again, it's kind of crazy that she was able to call that. Um, and then, um, and then what was the other one? She, she called something else that I thought was pretty, pretty fascinating. Obviously the big one now is that she, um, she supposedly said that there would be a virus in 2020. Um, and she actually, in the actual verbiage that she talked about, she talked, she said Corona in the actual context of the verbiage saying it would be all over people. So, um, once you kind of dig deeper, you know, according to her, you know, it's 2020 is going to be a pretty rough year. Um, she said that, uh, that, um, president Putin would be actually killed by killed from a security panel 
um, that they would actually turn on him and end up killing him. So once again, kind of wild. Um, and furthermore, 2020 would um, would have a 7.5 magnitude earthquake that will hit Asia next year and many human casualties. So in general, you know, kind of a kind of a crazy bad year whenever it comes to her actual predictions. Um, but you know, she actually predicted, you know, kind of the kind of the crazier stuff. If you kind of go in deeper, is she kind of said that. Um, in 2023, humanity will experience drastic changes on the planet because of Earth's orbit will be drastically altered. And then um, also going through, it just says that like in um, that in 2100, mankind will have de- developed technology to such a point that we'll be able to construct an artificial sun. So, you know, once you kind of go through, you know, it sounds crazy. But, you know, once again, if you would have told me that um, basically the entire country would be shut down by a, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, an unknowing virus, essentially, um, don't really know how severe this is going to end up being. Um, but if you would have told me this, you know, you know, even a month ago that the entire U S will be shut down that, you know, sales, people can't get to go do their jobs. Schools are being shut down. I think, you know, my, um, my niece is up in Washington. They can't go to school for six weeks. You know, I have a buddy who's a teacher in New Mexico. He can't go teach for three weeks, you know, and, um, and then, you know, again, you know, I have a, I have a buddy from Norway. They pretty much just shut down Norway. They're not letting pretty much anybody in or out of Norway. So, um, you know, just in general, you know, the whole global environment of it's kind of wild. Um, so anyways, so talking about the Baba Vanga, um, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the extent of it, but again, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's as deep as you want to take it. I think that, you know, um, my wife and her mom, they, they get kind of into these kinds of things and then all of a sudden they go down a rabbit hole and then, you know, an hour later they're coming out and, you know, some of the stuff they're talking about, it's kind of almost, it almost like takes your, takes you back a little bit. Cause you're like, it's kind of wild that you know, once again, this lady lived a long time ago and you kind of look at some of the stuff that she called, you're like, well, you know, nonetheless, it's pretty impressive. You know, obviously she died in um, 1996 and be able to be, you know, calling stuff 24 years later. She called that the, the, you know, the year of her death, if she was making these predictions, um, you know, nonetheless, it's, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Um, so that anyways, that was just kind of a little touch on that. You know, I don't, I'm not really too well rehearsed in this. I didn't even know this person existed until, um, my wife brought it up to me. Um, and she told me that I had to say that my hot wife talked about this. So, there we go. It's on public air that um, my hot wife brought this up. So there we go. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so then the next portion, um, just talking about once again, I was just up there with my family. I think that this is something that um, that I thought it was kind of, you know, once again, I'm trying to take some of the light off of actual coronavirus. I feel like anywhere you go, any news outlet you're looking on, it's, it's 100% about coronavirus. So Um, just talking about going to see family, you know, I think that, you know, as you get older, I think that this is something that becomes more and more important. And I think that it's something that, you know, for myself, you know, me and my brother were sitting around, we're smoking a couple stogies last night before I had to, um, hop in the car and drive up to Chicago in the middle of the night. But, you know, we're smoking a couple cigars and just talking about family and life and stuff like that. And it really is kind of crazy as you, as you go through life, the, the kind of difference that you kind of go with your family is, you know, you're, you know, whenever you're a young kid, teenager, you know, you're, you don't know anything else but your family. So you're really close to them. Obviously you talk to them all the time. Um, almost kind of becomes an annoyance cause they're always around, but you don't really realize that it's probably the most time, you know, for the most part, you're probably going to spend with your family for the rest of your life. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden kids go off to college, you know, if you go to school out of state or you move out of the house or whatever, you know, you're kind of in your own world. And to be honest with you, you know, for myself, 
once again, I, I know everybody's just. But with that being said, you know, it's, you know, whenever you kind of get around family, you got to spend more time with, with everybody, you know, whenever you're in your twenties, I feel like you're so wrapped up in your own kind of self, you know, you're kind of figuring out, you know, going to school, what you're going to do after school, you know, what you're going to be your profession to a certain degree, you know, trying to land that as well as, you know, once again, it's, you know, everybody's trying to find that love life and kind of figure out that route as well. You know, I have friends that got married very young and, friends that are much older than me that are, you know, that still aren't married or friends that are around the same age that aren't married and friends with kids. So, you know, everybody through their 20s kind of picks and choose what that path is going to look like. And, you know, I think that you're kind of so wrapped up in that, you know, kind of locating that path. A lot of times you end up losing sight of the family and losing sight of, you know, cousins and, you know, even, you know, brothers that go away and moms and dads and you kind of get in your own self. And then, you know, I think once you kind of return back into your thirties, at least I know this was very prevalent in mine is once I reached back into my thirties, you know, I was like, you know, I need to spend more time with my family, you know, and then you know, obviously going back to this, you know, um, you know, big family event, you know, get cousins in from all over the place, you know, uncles in from Alaska and all that kind of stuff, you know, and you actually get to spend some time with some family and you kind of look at it and you're like, man, this is, this is a lot more important than, than doing some of the other stuff. And it's just, you know, I think that that's just something that kind of, um, kind of gravitated towards my mind is, you know, me and my brother were kind of talking about it, you know, as definitely, you know, when you're, you know, as you get older, you, I, I don't know, I just feel like I prioritize spending more and more time with my family and trying to, um, make sure that I can, you know, build those memories with my family. Because once again, you know, I think, you know, seeing my, seeing my mom and, you know, her sisters and her brother, you know, kind of, you know, you know, kind of celebrate the life of my grandpa, you know, it's, it's very rare to really be, to really think about it. You know, I'm 31, going to be 32 this year, you know, and to still have both, you know, my, both my grandpas passed away in the past three years, but, you know, to basically almost make it into my thirties with both my grandparents, with both my grandpas and both, you know, I'm now into my thirties and both my grandmas are still alive. You know, it's a pretty big blessing, but you see how much those people impact each other. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, even my mom and, you know, they all came from a small town, you know, a lot of the girls and, you know, the brother, you know, they moved around and they all kind of went and did their own thing. And whenever they get together, you can kind of see this, you know, kind of this joy and, you know, almost, you know, it takes a little bit, you know, I'd say it's, you know, probably took a solid couple hours for that, um, for that immediate, you know, kind of warming up to each other kind of to go. But, you know, after that, you know, they, you know, it's kind of cool to see, to see them kind of get together and, you know, just kind of be brothers and sisters and all that good stuff again. So, you know, it kind of made me realize, you know, I need to focus a little bit more time on spending time with my family, especially, you know, obviously this coronavirus thing, I think it makes it, makes everybody a little bit more mortal. You know, once again, I think that, you know, in my thirties, I'm not so much focused on, you know, my own mortality and, you know, how long I'm going to be around and stuff like that. But at the same time, as you know, you really think about it, you're like, man, this is, you know, this is something that's very real. Um, you know, let alone whether it be, you know, for myself or, you know, for your parents or something, you know, this could be something that could be very, um, generational transforming for, uh, for our grow for really my, mine and the people that are, you know, I don't know what the generation under me is. Um, cause I think what are we, we are, um, uh, millennials. And then I don't know what the people are after me, but you know, this could be something that, you know, really impacts them, especially if it takes out, you know, a certain age population. So, so nonetheless, um, that was something that I kind of wanted to focus on. I think that that's something that, you know, you know, it's kind of gets looked past, especially I think in common day, um, you know, everybody's out trying to, you know, make as much money as possible. Everybody's trying to travel as much as possible. Everyone's trying to, you know, make their own way. Um, but you know, I think a lot of times you don't hear a lot of people talking about family anymore. So, you know, that was kind of cool. And then, you know, the other piece of it too is, is, you know, so, you know, my wife is obviously, you know, very, 
very animal friendly. She loves animals, um, which is awesome because I like animals too. But, um, you know, growing up where I grew up, you know, my family's from southern Illinois. You know, they raise in, you know, essentially that portion of the the U.S. You know, that's kind of what they're known for is, you know, raising a lot of hogs up there. And, you know, they, you know, they, they basically supply a large portion of the actual um, you know, port products for the entire U.S. right out of that range. So, you know, you go over there and talk to my family, and you know, I have cousins that deliver feed to hog hog places and all that stuff. And, you know, it, is, it really is kind of crazy because you don't realize, you know, obviously, you know, with us being living out of that range, you know, you don't really realize how much that industry impacts livelihood. But, you know, it really is kind of drastic. You know, it's, it's um something that I think kind of hit home to me because, you know, so as I've said earlier this year is, you know, kind of my goal is to continue to try to eat as little pork as possible. And, you know, my kind of goal is long-term wise is to hopefully not eat pork in the future. Um, but then, you know, you go up there and you're like, this is just, you know, just part of their, you know, if it wasn't for that industry, you know, I don't even know if they would still have the town of Beardstown. You know, that's kind of what everybody does in that town, whether it be delivering feed for them, you know, actually being the farmers that, you know, raise the grain, farmers that raise the hogs, you know, you know, all the, you know, and then, you know, obviously all the kind of region throughout. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting, interesting part to have your family kind of be into, you know, I obviously have a lot of friends that are vegans, vegetarians and stuff like that. And that's, you know, that's, it's just, you know, it's a choice and it's a way of life. And it's something that obviously is very important to us because, you know, my, my wife is pretty much cutting out a lot of that, a lot of the meat products. So, you know, it's something that I take very seriously, but at the same time, you know, just, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, my family is very country, you know, that's just how we are. That's how we were raised. And, um, you know, that's, you know, and to me that's it. So it, it is a little bit differing factors of two worlds whenever you kind of go back and you're kind of around it and you see it. And, um, you know, you kind of get immersed back into, you know, my roots, essentially my roots are, you know, very, very country, you know, um, you know, the bar that we went and ate food at, you know, they, you know, place me, you know, his, uh, dude was, you know, you know, drinking out of his mind, having a great time. And he was the head cook. And, you know, basically what he said is, you know, they have about, I would say, seriously, probably about five things on the menu. And then they goes back there and cooks it and he cooks it to a certain, certain way. And, you know, that's just country life, you know, the, the way, the actual way that it kind of goes, you know, beer costs two fifty, and, you know, just kind of the, the thought process back in the, back in the Midwest country. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting facet to kind of go from that and then kind of come back to normal life to where, you know, it is a little bit more, you know, we're a little bit more conscious of that kind of stuff. And, um, so yeah, so it was just kind of a, kind of a crazy, uh, crazy trip in general, you know, kind of looking at that, kind of looking at the, the livelihood that the, the meat products obviously impact. And then obviously kind of bringing it back into my own, own livelihood in my own situation. So very, very interesting. So and then the next piece, um, was actually the quarantine. So this is something that I think is going to be kind of interesting. You know, I was talking with, um, I had lunch with a doctor on, what was it Thursday? And he was telling me, he was like, you know, the, the most interesting thing is the quarantine because there's people that are going to go absolutely insane. And I was talking to my niece last night and, you know, I was like, what are you gonna do for six weeks? You know, you're out of school for six weeks. What are you gonna do? And you can just see it in everyone's eyes that everyone's just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, as of right now, I think that, um, medical reps, I think a lot of the companies are going to be keeping people out of offices for at least two weeks. So, you know, once again, I'm in sales. So every day that I can't go into offices and do sales and stuff like that, it's going to impact my bottom line. But at the same time is, you know, it's what, what can you do essentially? That's kind of the way that it kind of goes. So, 
so nonetheless, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be kind of crazy, you know. Obviously, it's gonna be kind of awesome because you know my my wife is gonna be able to work from home and she does all that stuff, and then you know I'll be doing a lot of online stuff, and then obviously working on the house and getting kind of some some of the landscaping stuff kind of knocked out all in a short period of time. But you know, nonetheless, it's gonna be kind of weird, you know, whenever you kind of wake up and you don't necessarily have to go anywhere on a Monday morning. So it's so gonna be kind of an interesting next couple of weeks. I think that. I think that after, you know, the first initial week of everybody kind of being like, oh, this is cool, you know, working remotely or, you know, just kind of staying home and just kind of doing your own thing. And then I think then you're going to start to see people go a little stir crazy, you know, once you kind of get past that first, second week, because then people are going to be like, all right, like, what do we do? What, what What's going on? Like, what, you know, I feel like I need to be productive in some kind of scale, at least, you know, a lot, I know a lot, a lot, a lot of the people in my actual kind of class, I guess, um, you know, the, my actual like growing up class and, you know, people that I kind of associate with on a daily basis, you know, I know that, you know, everyone goes to work on a Monday morning. So it's going to be kind of an interesting transition as, as that kind of changes. So definitely going to be kind of interesting. I, I'd be interested to see what the average person is kind of planning to do over that, uh, over that quarantine time. If it's going to be just kind of watching TV, going to watch the, get caught up on the Ozarks, watch season one and two again before they kind of release season three on the 27th, or if people are going to be doing, you know, tons of house projects, you know, kind of building stuff. I know that's kind of our big thing. A couple of our friends also have new houses. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what they kind of prioritize in their house. Cause you know, once again, you can, can only sit around on the couch for so long until you kind of get in the need to do something. Um, I know I have a buddy that works at Costco and I'm sure, you know, his name's cash. He's, I know for a fact he's going to be, you know, just just running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff because he sent some pictures to one of our group threads, our, our fantasy football threads, and I know whenever he sent those pictures, it was just just basically an empty Costco, which was kind of crazy, you know, lines out the door, um, people waiting to get in, people trying to get out of there. So, you know, I'm sure that he's going to be on the complete opt- opt- opposite sorry, um, spectrum as far as, you know, everybody else kind of, you know, in quarantine, a lot of people can't go to work and to where he is just, you know, they're just going to be playing mad catch up, just trying to keep their shelves filled and, you know, trying to keep the supply out there. So it'll be very interesting. Um, so obviously as you guys are kind of hanging out, if you guys need things to do, I know uh, my buddy Cash, he actually has his own podcast called Dads on Pod. Um, so if any of you guys are dads or anything out there and you guys want to have another podcast that kind of relate to some other dads, it's kind of their thing. They kind of talk about their own kids and talk about situations their kids kids kind of get into. So, um, so if you guys do need a um, another outlet to kind of entertain yourselves, I know that I'll be doing, you know, as much reading as I possibly can. I think that the sports world is once again kind of freaking out. You know, no sports on TV is kind of a rare thing. Somebody sent me a picture of them watching professional bowling, which I found found comical. But, you know, it's nonetheless, you know, no sports. You know, I think it'll be a good time for um, to really just try to hunker down and get stuff done around probably your house or whatever is need to get done. You know, projects that you've had lingering and whatnot. I know that's kind of our thing is getting a lot of landscaping done. Um, trying to get that stuff knocked out here in the next couple of weeks. Trying to get everything done while we are home and enjoying our lives. So, but nonetheless, guys, um, I know that it's, you know, it's kind of a weird week. I don't know how many people are actually going to be listening to podcasts with people really not driving around too much, I'm guessing. So, um, so I just thought that I would leave something here for you guys, at least kind of talk about what, what's kind of been going on in my life. See if you guys can kind of relate to it and whatnot. Um, once again, continue hitting me up with questions. Um, I was going to do a whole stock market one. Um, I've actually, I got about, I want to say, 
want to say I got about two dozen, to, well, maybe not two dozen, maybe probably about 18 different messages kind of talking about the stock market. People just really um, wanting to have some context there. I think that everybody, you know, you know, it's it's that time that people are like, oh, well, you know, should I invest or I not invest? Is it a good time? You know, the markets are obviously super low. Is this, you know, I mean, just great examples. Obviously, I was heavily invested in Tesla. Tesla got all the way up to $900 at one point, you know, well over $900. And now it's at 546 So, you know, was that a good time to invest? You know, Verizon, I've talked about it many times. I actually invested in this um, about two days, you know, what was it, last Monday. It got down to 54 like just about 54 flat. Um, it's been a dividend stock that I've been wanting to get into for a long time. But it was kind of up, it was kind of up there around 64 So I was kind of waiting for the next downturn to kind of get some stock and try to get as much as possible and you know I bought, bought a fair amount of that um, but nonetheless you know I'm going to kind of kind of wait for the markets to kind of you know kind of deal with people not going to work for another week to see where it's going um, as of right now you know it's you know markets are down really hard one day markets are you know they kind of spike for a little bit and then they kind of spike back down so so you know I think that, that is something to kind of be on the lookout for you know I know that Saudi Arabia said that they can they can keep the um, the oil prices, you know, as low as what they have them for the next six years. Um, so essentially, just basically get Russia completely out of the oil industry altogether. Um, but once again, you know, that's the part of you know if you're trying to find a good oil stock to invest in because they're legitimately cheaper than dirt right now. Um, you know, it's it's I still don't think it's something that I even though the the prices are so low, it's something that I would necessarily want to invest heavily in so um so it'll be kind of interesting i think that um one stock sorry i know that was said to talk about this next time but um i think clorox is going to be a very interesting one once again great dividend stock gives great dividends um a little bit more expensive like up at 167 but once again you know if this is if it gets any more serious you know clorox hand sanitizer or clorox wipes and you know bleach and all that kind of stuff is just going to continue to be a needed product so you know the stock will probably spike up a little bit more not to mention that you're also getting a great dividend stock something to kind of be careful um you know especially you know with markets going up and down it's nice to get a little bit of money every quarter um from those quarterly dividends so um but that's pretty much all i had for you guys um once again just trying to entertain you guys for a short little bit try to get the mind off the the wildness and kind of let you guys know what we're kind of doing so um but nonetheless how hope you guys have a great day and enjoy your uh your your downtime if you guys are off this upcoming week um, and if you guys are working you guys in the medical industry or, you know, you guys are just working in retail, you guys have to go to stores and do all that kind of stuff, you know, obviously very appreciative. Um, thank you guys very much for, for all the work and stuff that you guys do. Obviously, uh, you know, something that I think the common person is kind of looked past, you know, especially people that just stock shelves, you know, it's not something that you hear very commonly people saying thank you. But um, but for sure, you guys go out there and um, kind of putting yourself in harm's way to a certain degree. So obviously very appreciative, but hope you guys have a great day and thank you guys.